This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce, hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly Sports Radio legend Al Morganti. All right, three, two, one. Welcome into South Philly Sauce, an Oxy original brought to you by 94 WIP and Jack Daniels. Ashlyn Al back here with you. And this episode is going to be way different than the last episode. The last episode we talked to was late last week after the Flyers frankly got embarrassed by the San Jose Sharks. And we were a little gloomy. We were uh, getting ready for the impending gloom that we thought was going to be the rest of that West Coast trip. And Man, were we wrong. The Flyers cranking out two West Coast wins and beating the Carolina Hurricanes on national TNT last night. What is going on, Al? Who is this team? Well, who is the team is a good question. I mean, there's no doubt they play hard 90% of the time. So I guess they're an example of uh, that cliche that, you know, talent, hard work beats talent unless talent works hard. Mm-hmm. And this is what you knew coming into the season that under Tortorella and with young players trying to get positions or earn roster spots, that they were going to play hard more often than not. And if you weren't willing to match that effort, no matter how talented you are, you were in for a rough night. And the Flyers were going to put you through the through the ringer to, to try to get a victory over them. So I think what you've seen here, Ashlyn, is you saw them play a, a couple of well, you know, a couple of teams that just didn't weren't hitting on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. And after that San Jose loss, the Flyers were, were working as, as hard as anybody. And that's what happened. They, if it's, it's, a, it's a game where if you work hard, you shouldn't be blown out ever. You keep right. it close. And the Flyers uh, came back and you know, got some scoring touch, got goaltender back. And they end up on a three game. And for this team, it's a heater <laughs> three yeah. games in a row like this. This is uh this is sadly the highest winning streak of the season for the Flyers. This three run streak and and I think if anyone could take away anything, I really like the way they responded because I think this could have gone two different ways again after the San Jose game. They could have just really packed the bed. I mean, especially that West Coast trip and the intimidation of it. They could have just said we're embarrassed and that's it. And they didn't. And I think the biggest takeaway, Al, is this offense. All of a sudden, it seems like they've simplified everything. They're just getting to the net and good things are happening. And we talked about it for weeks where. We kind of saw this coming, that once it started clicking, it was going to be good. It was just kind of bearing the storm of, of waiting for it to click. Yeah, it is amazing when you talk, you know, post-game with Hartsey and we we all talking about why don't they just go north and south and just get to the net, get some traffic out in there. And they did it. But um, I, I think there wasn't much risk that they were going to completely collapse because mm-hmm. because of Tortorella's coaching style, yeah. um, that they were going to. You know, there, there was going to be some response to it. But what you had to have happen, Ashton, was you had to have you had to have decent goaltending to get you through some spots. And a couple of guys did more. I mean, it's weird. All three guys basically did that. Mm-hmm. And you had to have somebody find the scoring touch. 
and that's what that's what happened. And it was critical to me that this didn't all happen because Connectney all of a sudden got red hot again. You, yep. you can't just keep going to that. All, well, whenever we get cold, it's, he's going to get us out of it. Well, I mean, it's nice. He's, he's a talented player, but you have to have more than that. And they got more than that. Yeah. And Owen Tippett is a huge part of that. And I talked to Owen Tippett in the locker room this week about what that film study looked like with Torts of simplifying the offense. So let's take a listen. Uh, so just how good did it feel to get a couple goals over the weekend and kind of a bounce back performance for the team as a whole, right? Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, those were two big games, especially going back to back with travel. It's, you know, it's important to kind of play those games smart and, and get two points at the end of it in uh, each game. So it was good. Once you get one, does it click? Does it feel any different? Yeah, I think, uh, I think when you go a couple games without, without one or, you know, just the cliches, scripting stick too tight, yeah. kind of get frustrated and stuff, but uh, when you see one kind of go in, it's always a weight off the shoulder and uh, it's you relax a little bit and feel more free. And not that it was even that long for you, but what does it feel like when you're going through that period? Do you do anything differently, like mental anything or... I think you know. I've I've always I've always said I'm, I'm my own worst critic. So I think when things are going wrong, and I'm, I'm the first one to kind of get down on myself and maybe try and do too much. So um, I just kind of went back to trying to simplify things and, and making sure I wasn't trying to overcomplicate anything yeah. and putting myself in by any worse by doing something I I shouldn't have by just trying to do too much. Yeah. Does that come from film study or a coach you talk to, or you just do it by yourself? Yeah, I think it's it's, it's you can see it in clips and you can see what areas you want to improve on but I think the mindset's just a personal thing that you know I've kind of been working on and um, just making sure that's what I always go back to is just simplifying things and um, you know I think with confidence comes the the risk to make kind of more plays and uh, you feel more comfortable making those high danger plays but um, when things aren't going right things want to kind of simplify things and Morgan Frost I'm sure you can relate to what he was going through so it had to feel good to see him succeed as well yeah it's awesome. I mean, for a guy like that, that you know, I've I've known him since I was younger, and um, he's helped me a big way ever since I came over. And um, to see a guy like that go through what he's gone through and, and finally break out and, and in a big way, those were two big goals for us in that game. And um, you know, it, it's always good to see your buddies do well. And, yeah. Um, really and how did he help you? You mentioned he was a big part. What did he do? Yeah, you just uh, you know, obviously a familiar face coming over in that trade and. Um, you know, make sure I was comfortable, making sure I knew kind of where to go and you know, if I needed anything. And he was always there, and uh, just a good sounding board. Right now. That's awesome. And Torts told us in a press conference the day before the Friday game that he wanted to see you guys get to the net. He just wanted to see you stay there. And it was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what you guys did. Is that all he did was just say that, or was this a bigger process? Yeah, I think, you know, we can... <laughs> seems more complicated but sometimes when you simplify things and just say okay every puck's going in the net you just got to get bodies there and um, I think if everyone's on the same page you can see how it works and um, you know, I, I think it paid off and if we continue to do it it'll help us. So is that something you now really focus on at practice or do you think it's just going to stick because that's what everyone's doing now? Yeah I think it's I think it's just a mindset. Um, obviously there's there's times where you can read the play and um, you know maybe step off and, and not go straight to directly in the front of the net but I think for the most part, if your momentum's carrying you there, it's, it's going to be a good thing. Thank you, Owen. I appreciate it. So, Alec, it sounded so simple, but what Owen is saying there is Torts literally just told them, get to the net, good things will happen. And Owen did say in that film study, there was multiple guys, including himself, where you could see them just the cliche, gripping the stick too tight, being 
way too uptight and just chilling out and good things are happening. And we've seen that the past three games. Yeah, I like I've liked his game since they got him. I mean, I call him boots because he's so fast. <laughs> and so when he when he gets wheeling down there and then just gets that shot to, you know, gets the shot off, it's tough. And he also he freezes some opponents. Uh, God forbid he catches a forward on the way down. It's like our train going to go right right past him. But he's a, he's he's a very confident player now. And when there's somebody in front of the net, even if when it's not, he can be in front. But when you see your own jerseys in front of the net, you're more likely to take that shot, see what happens with it. And the goaltenders just, you know, goaltenders don't like one one guy. Okay, their own guy knows no their own defenseman knows where to go, so he can see it. Mm -hmm. But when you get traffic in front, you've really really made the goaltender's job so much more difficult. And that's what it is. So tip it. The tip of the hat to him, so to speak, to recognize not just my shot. There's people there that are making that shot more available to me. And I'm more willing to take it because better things are going to happen with somebody to grab a rebound if it happens not to get past the goalie. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast big time and thanks again to owen tippett for that jack daniel salute and someone that's helping out owen tippett and what a turnaround this guy's had is Morgan Frost, he picked up an assist on Owen Tippett's goal against the Hurricanes Wednesday night. He has points in each of his last three games, two goals, two assists from Morgan Frost. It's impressive. I got to give him credit for everything he has gone through to get back in the lineup. Understand if I don't do something, I'm going to be back out. The way he's playing, Torres is going to have a hard time sitting him again, Al, because this is a guy I credit him. He's taking advantage of his opportunities, and he really only had one. Yeah, and that's what, that's what you want. That's that. I guess you would call it, I guess you could use other words, but politely creative tension that yeah. the coach wants, wants in the <laughs> locker room. Yeah, <laughs> wants the wants in the locker room that, you know, but what you want to see from him now is he can't, it, it's like, okay, now we're at the point where maybe it's two and a half steps forward. Mm -hmm. Just can't slide back. I mean, that's what, that's what the big fear is that at least me watching him, it's like, they look good one game. Now he looked good two games. Now I'm waiting for three and four and at least not pull up at the blue line, make a questionable pass somewhere, don't clear, something like that. So he's getting better and better at that. So, and I think, I think the coach is a little bit, the coaching staff is a little bit more 
willing to live with some of it because it, the high end skill is obviously there. But I don't know that he's ever going to be you're going to be lock, rock solid on him until you see like a quarter of a season like that. Yeah. Where there's very few of those uh, steps backwards. But boy, I, there are, there is when they're behind by a goal, it's like, man, maybe, you know, we'll see what happens with him. He can really, he can change a game. We just haven't seen it consistently. Right. And good for him for taking advantage of that. And we'll see if he stays in the lineup as we get ready for this weekend slate of games back to back Saturday and Sunday. But what you want to see more of is Carter Hart back in net because he was excellent against the Hurricanes. Yeah. 31 saves on 32 shots and, and defense as well, blocking 30 shots. Said he had food poisoning in California, ate well, bad fish, not. Well, I mean, he's not Ashton. He's a veteran now. Yeah. No fish on the road. Come on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just, Why are we taking risks like this? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if the game is in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a burger. <laughs> but, but it was, I, it is awful. You know, I, I, I remember, you know, back in, traveling with the with uh, teams where Mike Keenan wouldn't let him eat on the plane at all unless you bring in your own you when you go on the charters now everybody they, they have their own chefs and everything they have a meal the day of the game you can't tell a guy not to have this and that but boy it's not it's it's not that unusual to hear that you that it's food poisoning because you know you eat out a lot uh, go to restaurants where well, I guess what you want is when you go out four of you don't all get the same thing right <laughs> just, just, just just in case especially the first liners everyone gets something different right that's right but it was like oh man i i feel for anybody that goes through i mean i've, I've been with even in the media people that have gone through big games they just can't get there and some people say it's just food poisoning no it's not just food poisoning. you're dehydrated it's it's horrible it's yeah. a horrible thing and you know you often hear like jokes about it in the visiting town what if the restaurateur you know doesn't like that team or something it it is it's a worry it's a legitimate worry and it's why teams have their own chefs, they're all on their own food on board. But my recommendation would be, and I love seafood, but if I when I go on the road, if I have to be something next day really important, I'm gonna skip it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm a peanut butter and jelly guy. Probably not gonna get me in trouble. There's no issues there. <laughs> but he was he was he was terrific when he came back, I, and I still think uh, very underrated what he's done with this team. I need mean, mind you. I think he's had the other goalies improve too, trying to kind of match him on what's gone on. But you really feel good when he's in there. And, and all, you know, whenever they've won here recently, even though they win first periods, there's big saves by the goalies, Erson Hart, early in the game. And that changes the whole complexion of a game. If one of those sneaks through, if there's a wobbly, if there's a, you know, kind of something that gets through a, a leaky goal, changes everything but when your goaltender saves you early it's kind of you know everybody looks at the saves late in the game those become critical saves when you can turn it around and not get behind early in a game i like that is that george i'm so sorry if you can hear him I hear george. why can't george why can't george make an appearance george is barking now every hour on the hour at the trash cans outside because they are a big threat to our safety <laughs> Apparently. Uh, yeah. Well, I just saw George is a golden. Yes. And I just saw a video. Some friends of mine sent me from back home in Vermont that they now have a camp where you can just 12 golden retrievers. You just come and play around with them all day. You pay oh. money to go play, go prance around with 12 golden I retrievers. I would pay money for them to take George. <laughs> I would pay a lot of money. 
<laughs> Are you done? There you go. Not, nope, he's still going. Now, hey, I've got this because my dog, I tried to grab the collar and the so it cost me my 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 biceps tendon. So be thankful he's just barking. Give me one. I'm scared. I, I would name him Torts. Uh, <laughs> and there's Ashton. Ashton has now gone to take control of the situation. Much like Flyers coach John Tortorella, Ashlyn is now headed over to the locker room to get George and tell them tell him that he has to play by the rules or he's going to be benched the next game. So beware. This empty studio is all because Ashlyn Sullivan has a dog that won't play the system. And she's going to make darn sure that he plays the system. When she returns, and don't worry, she's going to do nothing. No harm is going to come to the dog. But that dog will get a stern talking to and be told there'll be no lunch. And why would you bark in an empty trash can? I, and plus the dog, I, I got to give George credit. Ashton's dog, George, is not normally a city dog. He comes from, you know, Ashton's from, from Florida. So he's used to kind of a more laid back situation. So I can understand George might flip out a little bit here and all the city noises here and there. I've gone right through. What'd you do to him? Uh, I gave him a stick. It there fixes you go. everything. There you go. Where were we? We were at the goaltender, Carter Hart. Carter Hart. I can't believe you filled that whole time. I thought we were going to just like go to a, a, an ad or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I made it so you were you were being you were Tortorella to the dog. You're telling the dog to stick to the rules. Gosh, he doesn't stick to any rules. Well, you know, most NHL teams now. I mean, you know, Flyers have uh, gritty, but most NHL teams now have team dogs that you know come out. You're in. It's pretty cool. That's so, I mean, actually Al breaking news. That's going to happen Saturday on our pregame show. Coffee ah. cake with paws, Philadelphia. Coffee Cake can't find a home, which is so oh. sad. She's been up for adoption for two years. So she's part of the adoption center that Torts is involved in. So Coffee Cake is going to join Flyers pregame live on Saturday. Nice. I know oh, it. Oh, I can't wait for that. If someone doesn't adopt Coffee Cake, I'm going to oh, be will. very oh. angry. For Thanksgiving. Coffee Cake will be home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And she's going to be in the Players Tunnel with the guys welcoming them in her Flyers jersey. So... She has a big day on Saturday. <laughs> I, you can't go wrong. Coffee cake. What kind is it? A uh, is it because of the color? Yeah, she's she's brown and white. She is a five year old female pit, but she's huh. the sweetest girl. And I want someone to adopt her. And I just might if no one does. George will love it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and my landlord will love it. Another one. Come on. In. Yeah. I beware. Yeah, right? No, thanks. I, not quite. I need a backyard first. It's That's right. Life. All right. Al, you got a Lost in the Sauce. Lost, lost in the Sauce. This one is uh, amazingly Lost in the Sauce. Remember, we did a post-game show, and uh, Hartsey, um, Scott Hartnell said mm -hmm. he thought Brink, Bobby Brink might win the Rookie of the Year trophy. It was a bold And statement. I'm like, I don't know about that. And he, he's playing really well. Well, now he's got to get back in the lineup because he's lost a little bit of it, a yeah. little bit of the edge that he had. I still think he's going to be a he's going to fit right in. But they have we mentioned it before. There's a lot of competition, and Brink right now his game fell off a little bit coming in, wasn't making the plays. I don't I don't think he was uh, anticipating 
as well he had previously to get the passes through or whatever. And plus, when everything was clogged up, you just have to make a change. And there's so many interchangeable young parts right now that he's the one right now that's lost in the sauce. He is. He's been a healthy scratch for two games and towards his media availability this week. It was funny. I think it was Charlie O'Connor asked, you know, were you, were you just giving him a rest? He's a young guy. You know, were you just taking him out of the lineup to give him some rest? He's like, no, he wasn't playing well enough. And that's why he's sitting. It's well, nobody, no, no young guy gets rested. It's Charlie thinking. Young, right. young guys want to play every single night. No. No, yeah. absolutely not. No, you don't get no. I don't. You don't need. A, I mean, the one player in, in in Anaheim, maybe you come in, you're 18 years old, and you just don't have any strength to you. You get get in the gym or a little bit, Carlson. But no, this guy is not. He does not need this time off. He wants to be in the lineup every single night, and I don't blame him. Yeah, and Torts frankly just said his play has leveled out. We haven't seen enough of him the past couple of games. So we'll see if he gets back in. Maybe Saturday. My loss in the sauce is Yegor Zamula, and I have a feeling. We might not be seeing a lot of him this weekend because Torres wants to see more of him. He's putting him in a lot of situations, but he has committed to, I'll say it, awful, costly turnovers Wednesday night. And that's something that just drives Torres crazy is we saw it with Cam York. When you just flip the puck into the stands, you can't have it. And especially we have Rasmus Sisterlinen coming back at some point. We don't know when. Mark Stahl we could see as early as Saturday or Sunday. So they're going to have to make room anyway, but... I expect Samula might be uh, lost in a sauce here for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for a little bit. And unfortunately, injuries are a part of the game. The fact that Risto is skating like that, like he is now, I got to think next week he's going to be in. I mean, they got a bunch of games coming up. I would think right around Thanksgiving, he's back in the lineup, get, get mm-hmm. his conditioning in here and get ready. Yeah, you can't live with, you can live with some mistakes, but you can't live with too many on defense. Because uh, it just—it's it, a difficult position, and it leads to chaos. Luckily, they've got goaltenders that have covered up some of it. And yeah. York, as you mentioned, York had that puck roll up on him, and he flipped it in that you know, really horrible what a week ago now, a little over a week ago. Mm-hmm. But um, he's a—he's an interesting character to me. I—I I think York has—I um, think I at least got it wrong early, and I think some other people might have also because he moves so well thinking that he was going to be more of an offensive defenseman. But watching his game now, he's really become quite good angling people with the stick. And I, I think his his future might be more as a defensive guy than, than the, the guy that just scoots. I mean, the, the last thing you need is for him to start getting Provorov-like, thinking I can do this on the power play. I don't think he can, I, but I do think he's far better anticipating as a defenseman that I thought it would be his, his, uh, his skill set is better than I thought there. So it's, it's a plus minus thing, I guess, uh, if you thought he was going to run up points and I actually thought he was going to be more of a, a point getter or a set up, set up, maybe a power play guy, but it doesn't look that way now. No. And so I am, but I am very, very encouraged uh, that that defensive side of the game is so much better than I expected. Yeah, it's a big year for him, no doubt. This is a guy that needs to show up this year and kind of wants to rewrite his story. But so far, so good for Cam York, and they're going to need him this weekend. They're going to need everyone this weekend. (laughs) They're on a three-game winning streak right now, but it's on the road. Flyers now nine games out of 12 games back at home. Kind of seems like a bad thing for the Flyers. They seem to play better on the road for some reason. And Saturday, Vegas Golden Knights defending Stanley Cup champs. They come to town now. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, there's this old um, 
uh, cliche first game back from a road trip is tough, which mm -hmm. sounds good, but it's baloney. <laughs> if you really, but if you look at the stats, it's like it's a bunch of malarkey. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's you've been on the road. You should, it, you know, you play in Vegas. It doesn't matter if it was your third home game. It's going right. to be really tough. I mean, they play, they, they clog up the middle of the ice. They're patient. Uh, they wait for you to make a mistake, turn it over. It comes the other way. So it's going to be a very disciplined game that they're going to have to play there. Um, it's an after Saturday afternoon. So it could be a vibrant crowd. You would assume. Yeah. Um, and they deserve um, a pretty good welcome for what they they've done on the road. So I, I would hope, hope that that would be the case where you come in early and this is where you do sort of need, if not uh, a quick lead or one, nothing, a quick goal or whatever, you certainly need some energy early in the game to get that crowd going, get them into it because, you know, playing good on the road, we saw that lot home game where, you know, if you don't score, people come into the game. That's why they're at the game. Yeah. They want to see something going. So I, I think this would be a, this is a good one to come in. Boy, it would be a huge win in my opinion, to come back and win this one. Forget that it's just the first game home, but to beat that team. And they played pretty well against them previously. They did. And, you know, they're opening some eyes now in terms of, now make this not, this isn't just a mirage early like the previous seasons. Uh, there's something to this. There's a, there, there's a stick-to-itiveness that this team has. And that, that should carry over, hopefully, into this couple of home games. And then really exciting holiday week coming up. Big time. And scoring early. I think it's everything you got to give the fans something to believe in and you have to ride momentum. And if you can get a couple goals on this team, you have a chance, but if they get from behind and this Vegas golden Knights team is so fast, but on the other side, you look at Sunday against Columbus worse record than the flyers and the flyers should, should be able to handle this team. Well, yeah, right. Just like the West coast, San Jose. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, Never saying that again. You know, you, you know, best, the best plans here. No, I mean, I think, I think that first game, even if it's not the quick goal, I'm curious if he doesn't put the fourth line out to yep. some physical play. Is that a tone? They don't want to risk a penalty, but something like that. They've got options in how they approach that. So I would think one way or another, you really want to, you don't want to wade into this thing in the afternoon. And it's weird. Some teams just don't, aren't afternoon teams. They just, mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but I would recommend that they, uh, that if it's Carter Hart, that he sets the alarm clock. So he thinks it's an afternoon and he does not have fish the night before. Please. No fish on Friday night, Carter. If you're listening, that's our tip for you. Carter most likely on Saturday, Sam Harrison most likely on Sunday, and we'll recap it all early next week. That is South Philly Sauce and Odyssey Original, brought to you by 94 WIP and Jack Daniels. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. See you, George.